Welcome to the Episcopal Church of the Holy Communion. Thank you for joining us for this sermon. You can find all of our sermons at holycommunion.net and our Facebook, YouTube, and podcast channels. Consider hitting like or subscribe. Consider sharing this sermon with others. It helps us to reach more people like you. We are so thankful to those who support our ministry. You can give today at holycommunion.net backslash give. In the name of our loving, life-giving, liberating God, amen. Please be seated. Before we dive into some difficult scripture, I want to acknowledge the complicated emotion of this moment. I shared with the congregation my discernment that it is time for me to leave Holy Communion. I've been called as the rector of another parish in Albuquerque, New Mexico, And my emotions right now are all over the map. Uh, I'm excited about the new job. I'm really looking forward to living and working in a place that has been home to my family for generations. I will get to work directly in ministry with folks who are immigrants to this country and people called to serve them. And those are some of the excitements. But I'm also tired. Buying a house, selling a house, preparing for a cross-country move, it's daunting. And getting ready for the big LGBTQ plus pride service downtown here in a few minutes is a lot of work, and I've got to get down there, so this sermon will be short. And keeping a secret like this discernment from people I love has been tough. And frankly, I'm also sad. I have loved being your rector. I will miss so many people in this congregation specifically, and all of you collectively. And we have the next several weeks to say a good goodbye. So this morning, I just want to say right now is a lot. And if it's a lot for you too, that's okay. Life comes with complicated emotions. It's okay when a pastor leaves to feel excited for them and a bit sad and a bit angry. And I know that there are at least a few folks feeling some relief too. They worried I'd never leave. And that's okay too. And maybe you're feeling a lot and it has nothing to do with a clergy person at a congregation. Life is just a lot right now. That's okay too. Relationships with church and with clergy are just among the complicated emotional things of life. I wonder if that complex mix of human emotion is part of what gives us the gospel that we have this morning. Jesus is all over the map in this one, isn't he? And he says things like, I haven't come to bring peace but a sword. That's tough stuff. And likewise, this reading from Genesis, God seems to bless Sarah's jealousy. God endorses Abraham tossing out his son and his mistress, sending them out to die in the desert. This is a tough set of verses. But notice what God does next. God says Hagar's name. God names the outcast, the illegitimate one. God says, I will take what is cast aside and make a great nation. God provides for them too. God is always doing more than we can ask or imagine, St. Paul tells us. God is always there for those who are lost, who are suffering. And these verses in Genesis are some of the least expected verses in the whole Bible. And I say that because Genesis is the story of the origins of the Israelites. 
The Bible is supposed to be the story of God's chosen people, isn't it? And you'd expect the camera to say focused on Abraham and Sarah and Isaac, but instead God pans left. Not only is God caring for the people who will be Israel, God is caring for ones who will be Egypt or other nations. God is bigger than our little boxes. And God always cares for the outcasts. Which brings me back to that complicated gospel. And Jesus says so much here, too much for a short sermon. But if you dig a little, there's a theme. Jesus names it in the shortest sentence in this gospel. Jesus says, don't be afraid. You are worth more than sparrows. The hairs on your head are all counted. Don't be afraid. And can I share with you in my own discernment recently a theme which has emerged? Feeling called to leave a place I love has been hard. Feeling called to join a congregation I don't yet know, it's tough. But through this process, one word has come to me again and again in my prayer. It's this, trust, trust. And something about the Reverend Mike Angel going to a church called St. Michael and All Angels, it just has the stamp of the Holy Spirit's humor all over it. And something about this congregation in Albuquerque, the work they do, but also the people they are, the place they serve, called me in a way that this place called me. It's scary, but every time I feel nervous, I feel like God has been inviting me with a single word, trust. It was in the beginning of their search process as they named their discernment team. They laid out the whole calendar of what was to come And it said, and we will move forward at the speed of trust. In the days and the years ahead, Holy Communion, I'd like to invite you also to trust. And trust that the work we have done together has been bigger than any single one of us. The emotions will be complicated, no doubt. It takes a lot of work to call a new rector. But the strongest congregations lean into that work. They use a time like this one to do their own discernment to name and claim where they believe God is calling them next. And they know that God is bigger than any one story. So trust. Trust one another. Trust your staff. Besides Loretta, none of the rest of us are going anywhere. Trust your vestry. But especially trust God. God doesn't leave anyone behind. God doesn't leave anyone behind. God is there amidst all the complexity. Trust. Amen.